Would you ever consider going to therapy? With more and more people seeking a therapist, in today's Coffee and a Chit Chat, we ask the question, is group therapy a good option? Stay tuned. Greetings, friends, and welcome to Coffee and a Chit Chat with your hosts, Karen and Harriet, two 40-something ladies from different sides of the pond, getting together for a virtual chit chat about anything and everything 40-something ladies like us want to chit chat about. Go on, grab yourself a cuppa and join us for a laugh and a bit of fun, and perhaps a bit of clarity from all the madness along the way. Morning, Karen. Good evening, Harriet. I was going to say good afternoon, but I'm assuming it's evening. It's a little right? bit later today at 6.30, so it's beginning to get dark. So yes, it is definitely early evening. I don't like when it starts getting dark early, honestly. I know. I- I, I can't even describe it to you. It's like, I feel sad and uh, mm-hmm. literally, and I don't, and I use this word loosely, but mm-hmm. I almost feel um, anxiety ridden when it gets dark really early. Like you walk outside and at 5 p.m. it's dark. And it's really interesting mm-hmm. because I was talking to my stepdaughter and she described the same thing. So, right? yeah, and I don't know what kind of anxiety that would be, but. Well, it could be sad, couldn't it? I mean, it is that seasonal affective disorder almost when you said that I just sort of thought oh, okay a lot of people do get sad when it starts to get darker don't yeah they? So, I mean, so, mm-hmm. I, but you know but it I is a know. kind of yeah but it's sad sort of syndrome but yeah it's interesting that you should say that though and lead into our topic nicely about feeling anxiety and depression because what we're talking about today is is whether group therapy is potentially a better option than seeing a an individual therapist one-on-one Sure. Yes. Group therapy. So today, we're, what are we, are we talking about specific types of group therapy? Because there's like so many different types of group therapy. What, what I know. are we talking about? Well, I think to, to lessen the complication, I think maybe just the concept of group therapy, because I think a lot of people, well, A, a lot of people struggle with the idea of therapy anyway. But then on top of that, the fact that, you know, going, sharing various issues or therapy with a group of strangers is potentially even more difficult so I think it's that whole you know would you do it and if you would why would you do it what what are the benefits so are we sticking to though like when I think of group therapy I think of Alcoholics Anonymous I think right. of, you know those uh-huh. kinds of things so is there yeah. anything you know, to, to narrow it down. Absolutely. Okay. Well, well, let's talk about um, depression and anxiety and stress and those types of conditions rather than say the typical ones that are more widely advertised, such as alcohol anonymous, because yeah. I think, um, you know, that is more commonly done as a group. Sure. But, but things like depression, anxiety, and stress and so on are everybody's you know, dealing with. Exactly. And I mean, talking about everyone dealing, let's look at some stats, you know, um, uh, in terms of depression, 1.4 million people are referred to to the NHS mental health therapy in the past year. Actually, that's, that's mental health in general, not just depression. So that's 1.4 million. Um, and in the UK specifically, over 1 million referrals to NHS talking therapies for depression and anxiety were made last year, according to 2017 stats. So yeah, these are quite high, high numbers. And those and yours and the NHS is in the UK? 
it is in the UK, it's National Health Service, so it's a free system compared to your private system. So, so that does limit it to the stats for, the, for just the, the, the free system. And on top of that, I'm not sure what the figures would total if we added in private therapies. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't even <laughs> think of that. Well, I can help yeah. you out a little bit with the states. Um, Go on then. Uh, anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the United States. Very okay. interesting. And they affect yeah. about 40 million adults. Um, aged 18 and older, uh, and that represents 18.1% of the population every year. And um, GAD, oh, I forgot what GAD stands Generalized for. Generalized Anxiety Disorder. Thank you. You're very good. <laughs> okay. General Anxiety Disorder affects 6.8 million adults. Panic disorders affect 6 million adults. Social anxiety disorder, I think that's what I have, honestly, and I'm not joking around. Um, social anxiety disorder affects about 15 million adults. So, And then it said, I went into um, another website, mentalhealth.net, and they said 322 million people worldwide, worldwide, yeah. live with depression. And, yeah, and between mistake. four to 8% of adolescents currently experience depression and up to 25% will experience um, by the time they reach the end of adolescence. Wow. So. And, and let's put that into perspective, because if you yeah. think about cardiovascular disease, which mm -hmm. is the number one killer in, mm -hmm. in the world, 17.7 um, million people died of cardiovascular disease in 2015, which was the latest stats. Wow. Now, and we just said 300 million people suffer from depression oh. worldwide. I mean, that's, Seriously you know, gave me goosebumps. Like that's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just terrible. It is. So it's a massive, massive issue. And, you know, thankfully, the stigma attached to it is, has lessened quite considerably. Or there's, you know, there's still a way to go. But uh, thankfully, people are now more and more beginning to go to therapy and getting help, which is clearly needed. Mm -hmm. Have you ever so, done group therapy or anything well, like that? That's nicely led. Um, yes, I've done a lot of therapy. Stop life, saying actually. nicely led. <laughs> Sorry, it is. I, I sound like a reporter here. The two of us spend too much time reporting and investigating and researching. Nicely led. Why, thank you. That's all right. We know the importance of praise, don't we? Very well done, Harriet. Thank you. I feel so now. Oh, brilliant. So, yes, I, as a matter of fact, I have. I've had, um, I've sort of had depression on and off um, in my lifetime. And I've more recently had anxiety, which is a fairly new thing for me mm -hmm. um but i've always had um one-on-one -on -one therapists and and i've been yes. through a few being as old as i am and i've i've always thought is a conclusion that it really depends on the chemistry that you have with your therapist or you know the compatibility yeah um regardless of the type of therapy you're receiving it's so important to find someone that works for you so whether yeah. you know i would always say to someone don't give up hope if one therapist didn't work for you try another um but, but that aside, I, well, and I let me just let me just yeah. ride on the coattails. Of that. It's funny because all of a sudden it. it just went into my head. You're right, because I've always done one on one therapy as well. And I, I and you do have to keep going until you find that right person, because yeah. I swear to you, every therapist I have tried, they were complete wackadoodles. I just, oh, okay. I, I think they were just crazier than I was. And I use that term loosely. I'm not trying to um, upset anybody by using that word. No. But when you're sitting in therapy and they're just doing really weird wonky things, it makes you yeah. feel better to know, okay, maybe <laughs> they should go see a therapist. So yeah, I've always done the one-on-one -on -one just like you. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. Well, they do have to have supervision. Too. Yeah. Sorry. I've yeah. never done a group. 
No, okay. Well, I had never done a group either. Okay. Um, but just recently, I have, um, and it's come about through a colleague that I had um, from previous work. who very kindly um, offered me a place on his pilot scheme. He's got a, a place. I'll call it. You know, I'll give it a name now. It's Isha Groves, which okay. is in in south of England, which is about uh, fifty minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. And he set up this really lovely private practice. He used to be a director at the Priory, which is quite well known in the UK um, as a centre for you know psychiatric treatment. And he set branched away on his own, and he set up this centre with with a with a colleague, I believe. And um, he's offering. Um, group therapy for anxiety and depression that's the, at least that's the one I'm on and this is a, the third pilot he's done so it's all being very well fine-tuned mm. and I have to say you know I, I was quite excited about going on it for starters sure but you know I've really um seen the benefits of having group therapy because you know for starters let's, let's just say the obvious you know you you're, you're you don't feel alone do you because you're with other people who are suffering as well and having difficulties Sure. Well, okay. And so on that note, when you thought about group therapy, did you, did you have to talk yourself into going to it? You know, knowing that you've done one-on-one, I mean, was it difficult for you to walk in, in there? And I guess the second part of that question is, is once you did go, what you thought was going to happen, was it different than what you were thinking? It... Well, very good questions, Karen. <laughs> I have to point well, thank out. you. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but as it happens, I'm not, you know, I don't worry about things like that. That's one of the things I, you know, I've got lots of faults, but I don't, I'm fairly confident about meeting new people. So none of the, uh, okay. that, that didn't phase me at all. Um, okay. If anything, I'm quite excited to meet other people who might, you know, have similar issues and we could share, you know, stories and potentially help each other as well as being helped by the psychiatrists who were there to help us. So did that answer all your questions or did you have another one? Well, no, no, it did. And, and I guess maybe it goes back to that whole social anxiety thing. Like I was reading some stuff on social anxiety because I'm pretty sure that that's what I'm dealing with currently. And when you and, it, and I, I thought to myself, there's no way I would go to group therapy because then that means I have to be in the presence of other people and listen to them. And what if I don't like them? And, you know, what if they irritate me or, you know, something like that? And then I came across this article that said the hardest thing for a person who suffers with social anxiety is to actually go to group therapy because there's people there. And I went, <laughs> okay, someone agrees with me. But That's interesting. Though, yeah. I would say, you know, um, and we're probably jumping to the conclusion a bit more soon than we would have done otherwise. But I think that there's a time and place for, for trying things. And in your situation, I'd suggest if that is an issue, it's probably not the right timing for group therapy. Sure. Although, having said that, there's an element of desensitization that springs to mind. So just with, with a phobia, you know, one of the ways to get over that is to gradually be exposed to it. Um, group therapy I guess is is a way of doing that for social anxiety sure yeah and well and one and here's another good question okay so when you were dealing with what you were dealing with did you feel like you were the only one going through that did you feel isolated how did you feel before you went to therapy um, well, before I went to therapy, yeah, I thought you know, I was the only person in the whole world that had this particular symptom that I have. And, I, and I'll just say what it is because, um, you know, it, it sort of was a buildup of stresses. And from what I understand, I've got a symptom of anxiety or a sort of panic attack, if you like. Um, and it's it's this feeling of being trapped inside my own head. And I can't really find anyone that, or I have actually found one person that seems to identify with that and say, yeah, I had those symptoms too. That's helpful. 
it, yeah but and that was on this um you know on one of these um on the group therapy yeah so it was that was really lovely to lovely to hear not I didn't wish it on them if you know what I mean but it was <laughs> yeah. nice to know that me I wasn't the only person now there are two of us <laughs> yeah well but, and that helps bring that stress down too right that you're not does. the only one going through it this. does yeah especially since she'd managed to um counteract that particular symptom within her you know years so that was good but but you still yes you do you do feel alone before that so when you go into group therapy and you realize you know and I'm, I'm, let's take other symptoms that people might have they for example some people have depression they probably don't maybe they're not aware that other people have the similar symptoms that they do and once they get to these group therapies and people start to open up they'll suddenly find out that they're not alone and that is a huge relief because it you know in some ways a it, it you know you do feel that there is some more support and that you're not you know strange because you have these symptoms yeah. and also sometimes it gives you an element of hope doesn't it I think yeah. because you might hear good stories from people and things that have worked for them which is really useful. Yeah, yeah. So I looked up some, um, you know, tips and stuff like that and, and why it would be good to actually go to therapy. And you hit on the biggest one, which is hearing from others with similar issues helps you see that you're not alone in having these challenges. Um, you get a wider range of perspectives on your situation. And hearing how other members successfully overcome a problem can let you know that you too can succeed. So I think that that's really important. Yep, and um, social anxiety, it gives you an opportunity to practice re-engaging with people. So I think yeah, <laughs> that was absolutely. like a good one for me. Yeah. It's really good. And the biggest one was sharing can be healing. Absolutely. No, totally. And also, you know, you can, you can keep in touch with people. That's the other great thing I've found. Um, and continue to support each other when you finish the group sessions. So that's sure. another bonus. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, sometimes it's hard for people to get there. But I think once they get there they begin to gradually build confidence within the group and trust. And, you know, it's made very clear that whatever is said in that group session stays in the group session, unless you give permission to each other to share things. Right. So you, you, you do get into this sort of comfort zone when you're there, which is really lovely. And it you know, gives people confidence to talk more and, and see what it feels like to actually share their story and, and get the support of others. And, you know, um, it, it can be really helpful, I think. Yeah, and you also make friends um, along the way who have similar, mm. I don't want to say problems, that's the wrong word, but I think a similar heart, you know, that, yeah. yes, that will be more empathetic to Definitely. your situation. So when you do go through that, so it, yeah, it, it totally makes sense. I, I yeah. get that. Well, yeah. I don't know if I'll try out a social anxiety group. I was thinking of maybe <laughs> just, I, you know, it's funny because I don't know. And again, maybe it's denial, right? But I was just thinking mm -hmm. of maybe going on a trip, like, you know how they have trips for, I don't know, women over 50 or whatever. I can do that now. So oh, <laughs> I just thought maybe you. I'll just go on a trip and you know, just <laughs> get on a bus. Cause I used to do that all the time. I traveled by myself all the time, you know, yeah. and, it, and it's not that I have a problem with people. It's like, I, I don't even, I think I just need to explore it more, but, and just yeah. do it like you're doing. Absolutely. You're an inspiration. Maybe, oh, thank you. Thank you. But maybe, maybe for you, it's a, it's a gradual thing. You need to do, take small, I often think that people just need to take small steps sometimes rather than make that big leap, just ease your way into it and then, you know, reward yourself for doing those small things and it will build up to something bigger. Um, you know, the way, the way they handle phobias really, which is just, you know, gradual exposure until you get become more comfortable and that eventually it, it isn't a problem. But, so, um, so now that you've, you've done one-on-one -on -one therapies, right. And yeah. now you've done a group therapy. 
would you recommend group therapy? And if so, um, what, you know, what recommendations would you make? Okay. Well, I would actually um, recommend both um, and possibly simultaneously, actually, because oh, I think, okay. yeah, this is interesting part. So you I mean like one-on-one -on -one plus a yeah. group? Oh, I, I didn't even think of that. Okay. Yeah. yeah and go it on. depends what you're going through, but yeah. if you've got some major things that are really bothering you and you really want to get, you know, come to some conclusions and, and recover, I think, you know, having um, group sessions is brilliant, but of course it, it's less focused on just you there's a group there um, and you might come out with some issues that maybe you don't want to talk about in the group or maybe you just need to to explore a bit more intensely so that's when the individual sessions come in and I think you know things will crop up I think in any any group session as well so I think it's quite good to have someone on hand that you can then debrief with and, and go into greater depth on your own I think you know it's valuable Definitely. So, okay. So that is, that's super helpful. So mm -hmm. now that you've done one-on-one -on -one plus group, you would recommend yeah. not just doing group therapy, but to actually do both. So you've got that one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, that's a, I never even thought of that. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think we think of, I, I don't know, maybe it's my limited thinking, but I've never thought of doing both. I think that that's a brilliant yeah. idea. Only through doing it that I've sort of come to that conclusion. But then, you know, every case is different. You know, maybe if you just go in to get some skills or coping mechanisms, which, funnily enough, is what the one I'm doing is about. It's, it's, it's adding a new strategy to help you get through difficult times. And um, that's the group one. That's the group one. And it's okay. in particular, it's about it, it's acceptance and commitment therapy, which in a nutshell is about when you have a difficult thought, observe it don't don't push it away because you know resistance doesn't work but just acknowledge it don't engage with it and get on with your day as normal and gradually that sort of negative thought will lose power and you know that's the that's the theory of it in a nutshell and so this particular group theory is about learning that strategy um which is useful so you could just dip in and out of these you know group therapies to pick up new ways of handling things i guess very good. Okay, so um, the name of uh, you said the therapy group, right? You okay. We'll put some links in below. It's yeah, it's how to cope with um, anxiety and depression. Okay, and so I found um, some links or links here in the United States, which I'll share. There's the National Hope Line Network. Uh, it's one eight hundred suicide or one eight hundred seven eight four two four three three, and we have the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline which is 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. And we have the National Youth Crisis Hotline, 1-800-448-4663. And we'll put that information in the show notes so that you've got it. And then we'll put yours too as well. Do you have a national, or I guess, I don't know what you'd call it, like a 1-800 number in, oh, I've lost you. You're, you've, you're. You? Oh, you're back. Oh, sorry. So I had it, it was, on mute. Yeah, it was like an old <laughs> Asian, you know, um, what was it? One of those Asian karate movies where, you know, you've got the talking yeah. coming after the motion. <laughs> Apologies. I had to, I pressed the mute button by mistake because the dog was acting up. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. But yeah, we um, do. We have, we have the equivalent over here and we'll put the links in. But one of the well-known ones is the Samaritans who you can ring. Um, and that's 116123. 
um, but we'll put numbers and links below. And there are also some text lines as well that you can, if you don't oh. want to speak to someone, you can text as well. So we'll oh, that's I, that one I really like, yeah. especially yeah. you know um, millennials who don't like to use the phone. Absolutely, it's included, ideal. So. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I really love cool. that idea. They should have something yeah. like that here, or maybe they do. I didn't find yeah. it. There is, there are some in America, I know, but it's sort of, yeah, so it's catching on at the moment, and obviously you need to train people up to do it. But um, yeah, it's it's a really good idea. So yeah, we'll put that in too. And before we go, we need to mention, um, we'd be really super grateful if anyone would review our podcast and subscribe to it on iTunes. And if you don't know how to do that, which I suspect many people don't, <laughs> if you have a, a, a phone um, and you download the um, podcast app, and then all you have to do is search for coffee and a chit chat and hopefully ours will come up. There might be ours is the beautiful yellow one because there is it another is. podcast out there that's really boring with exactly. the same name almost. But ours has that really brilliant yellow. You can't yeah. miss it. Yeah. You can't miss it. No, you can't definitely. miss it. So once you've clicked on ours, um, you can press the, the subscribe button quite near the top underneath the, the, the icon and then scroll right the way to the bottom sort of after all the episodes and it will give you an opportunity to give us a star rating and write a review. And we'd be super grateful if you did that. Yes. And if you know, if you want to say something like coffee and a chit chat rocks or is awesome, <laughs> you know, we'll take that too. Yeah, we'll help you write them if you like. Yeah, there you go. Over a coffee, you know, we can Skype, yeah. we can do all sorts of things. Definitely. Well, um, I, Harriet, I'm glad that you were open enough to talk about this today because I know it's not easy to talk about it, but I find that with everything that's going on in the world, I think that it's becoming easier to talk about. Agree, so definitely. thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're very welcome. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. Um, but yeah, let's just hope more and more people receive the help they need yeah. to recover. Because recovery is very possible. Um, just needs the right input. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Well, big hugs to you and thank you That's for sharing. Thank you. And, and so I share your story too. Well, mine wasn't as, as spectacular as yours. I'm more inspired by yours. But yeah, I think it's the first time I've ever actually, and I'm glad that we did this because I had no idea that I, I'm pretty sure that that's what I'm suffering with is yeah. social anxiety. So. so we've diagnosed you just like Yes. That. Well, my husband keeps saying, Karen, you do need to leave the house. So <laughs> yeah, I do. I go to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough. We need to do more. We'll set you a target list. There you go. I might have to. Well, I hope you have a good evening. Yeah, and you have a great day. I'll All catch right. you next, next week. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed Coffee and a Chit Chat with Harriet and Karen. Be sure to give us a high rating, like us, and of course, leave a review. Want to have a chit chat with us? Shoot us an email at coffeeandachitchat at gmail.com and let us know what you would want to chit chat about. Until next time, keep the sanity and keep on laughing.